Calvary is the school of charity where Christ hangs from the cross like a master professor sitting in his chair. Today, the church turns with single-minded attention to this school. We have undergone a kind of liturgical death so as to focus our minds and hearts completely on the cross and on the crucified one. Everything else is stripped away, and we are left with the stark clarity of this mystery. Why this pedagogy? Why this asceticism in which Christians are treated as remedial students in need of an introductory course yet again? Behold the wood of the cross. It is because it is in the passion that Christ reveals for us what true charity looks like. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And he has called us his friends. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world, because by your holy cross you have restored humanity who was at fearful enmity with God to the possibility of being his friends once more. Being friends of God accomplished through the cruelty and the pain and the suffering and death of the cross. God uses human ways of knowing and loving, of friendship, family, of community, and helps us know and love him better through them. In the loving patience of a parent, we see Christ. In the self-sacrificing generosity of a friend, we see Christ. In the fellowship of a community dedicated to the common good, we see Christ. Knowledge and love are inseparably paired. But the truest loves the most important friendships in our lives only deepen as one comes to know the other person better, as one comes to know another's character better. As a human race, we were made for friendship with God. But as a result of sin, we've long since despaired we had long since forgotten of this, our final end. Sin had blinded us. It had disfigured God's image in us. So today, on Good Friday, it's not only we who unveil the cross. The cross removes the veil 
from our eyes, from our hearts. If we enter in to Christ's school of charity, nothing can stay the same. Nothing can remain as it is. It's in the passion that the true depth of God's love is brought home to us with stunning clarity, with piercing and terrible finality. And we come to know our friend as he truly is. Behold the wood of the cross. Behold the love of a friend that knows no limit, that knows no extent. God invites us to friendship with him. And he showed us what true charity looks like. He unveiled the way in which our sense of what love is can be so narrow, so limited, so selfish. And it's not just to show us how good he is. It's so that we can become more and more like him. So we can have a share in God's own love. By being his friends, we're able to love him with that same love. This charity isn't a feeling. Consider the pain and the sorrow of Christ in the garden, of Christ on the way of the cross, of Christ on Golgotha. My soul is sorrowful even unto death. And doesn't this ring true? Is not the truest friend one with whom you can both sorrow and rejoice, with whom you can be both angry and glad. God does not insist on our good moods only. He wants all of us. It's not because we are good that God reaches out to us in friendship, that God reveals himself in this love of the cross. It is because he is good and he invites us into his goodness. This charity is friendship with God. It is precisely that. It's that friendship itself, that union of minds and hearts between us and our maker, our savior. It's an absolute trust that God is communicating to us his own happiness. The God who is so desirous of doing this that he became man and was willing to go so far as to suffer pain and death. He gives us the peace of heart that only comes when we are able to say, thy will be done. Because a friend is another self. When you love someone truly, when you invite someone into your heart that way, 
you can't help but be changed by it. You conform yourself to them in ways conscious and unconscious. Christ becomes like us so that we might be conformed to him. He takes on our lot of suffering and pain so we might share in his divinity, in his happiness. What a friend. We are friends of Jesus Christ. And we will shortly see unveiled, yet again, with renewed clarity, with absolute attention, the ultimate act of this friendship. An act, however, that's renewed every day in our hearts, at our altars, in our lives. We know that in this life, love without suffering is empty. And a true friend teaches us to suffer well and suffers with us. We can love others in him and for him. And so with his own inexhaustible love, Mary and John, at the foot of the cross, they loved Christ, and so they belonged to each other in virtue of that love, in virtue of that friendship. Friends and families founded in that friendship with Christ are so immeasurably stronger than anything else. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have taught us how we might be friends of God once more. Come with your Holy Spirit into the classroom of our hearts that we may never forget this lesson.